Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. I kind of fucked up a little bit, but I didn't know I fucked up. Ooh, it's pretty good. Tell me more. And it kind of ties in because we're going to talk about the Grammys. So this is about music. So in October, I bought my middle son, Watson, a guitar. Okay. And I found it on Instagram. It was like this really cute company. I'm a sucker for cute packaging. It came in this really cute package. I was like, great. And he wanted to take guitar lessons. Great. Mm-hmm. So... But I'm the kind of person with Watson, he has to ask three times for me to really see his oomph, like right. his his interest. Because that fades fast. It does. Yeah. And so he did. Mm-hmm. He asked me probably like four or five times. And then I, I called around and we, fi- we found this place. And I really heavily recommend it for any of the little people you can DM me. I can give you the information. Side note. So we go to the place. Mm-hmm. We walk in. Mm-hmm. We tour. He's super excited. Yeah. Meets his teacher. They walk into the small little room. Very COVID friendly, by the way. Okay. I do not recommend that. And as I'm signing the paperwork to w- and about to walk in out to t- sit in my car and wait for his 45 minute lesson, the teacher comes out. He goes, um, you bought a ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I was like, no, we're not. Oh, for real. He's like, and this is a ukulele I've never seen before. It's three strings. It's usually four. So he shows me what a ukulele looks like and then what ours looks like. I was like, I just thought it was like a starter guitar. And he's like, no. No. (laughs) So then they show me what a starter guitar looks like, which in, in, we went through the different kinds and I was like, okay, cool. And then they said, you know, we really recommend starting on electric guitar. It, it, It is easier for a child to learn on that. So we bought electric guitar. We bought it, you know, like yeah. the old, like what you think of, we bought that. Yeah. Um, not as expensive as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. So we, <laughs> we moved forward with it, but I was just like, he's like, this is a ukulele. So now Watson's <laughs> like, I can play the ukulele and the electric guitar. I was like, yeah. I'm like, yes. I'm like but, th- but the sheer embarrassment of someone saying like, this is a ukulele. I was like, oh, <laughs> and it takes you back to like did fifth you just, grade music class. You're like, yeah. did I miss that day? But did you not notice when it came in? That you're like, oh, it said okay. loop guitar. That but did a, you open the box? I did. And you looked at it and you're like, this looks like a guitar. I, I thought it was a starter guitar. I thought it was a oh. starter acoustic guitar. That's what I thought in my mind. Because it was small. <laughs> it was like the perfect size for him. Never had it. I was, I'm not a musical person, but I just I just thought based on the also, like I, I sized him up. It didn't anywhere on the website. It did not say ukulele. I will tell you that. I will see your receipt. Let me see your receipt. I will show you. I mean, yeah, you got. I mean, I will pull up. You need to if if they don't mention that this is a ukulele, you definitely need to get your money. And it back wasn't on cheap. It's right. not. It, it was, but yeah. Whoops. Just, so <laughs> well, <laughs> lesson learned. But if I can share anything with our community, if yes. you are looking to have guitar lessons, start with electric. It it works out better for the children. And he's super pumped about it. That's great. So that's awesome. Um, I can give you. Yeah. I can give you the info if you do want to start a guitar. I got the links. Perfect. <laughs> Whoops. Oopsies. Well, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We do. A little we heavy. Do. It is, yeah. This social catch up is uh, definitely bumming me out today. I mean, I was doing the show notes for this and I was like, I mean, I had to take a minute. I had to mm-hmm. close my computer, walk away, and had an emotional breakdown about a couple of things. And I was like, damn it. Okay, but we're going to get through it. We're going to go. 
it's been heavy. It has been heavy. It's been um, heavy here lately. Just yeah, it has in it's general. Been, I feel like it's been a little charged in the air. Do you feel that? Like there's just some type of I don't know. I'm either charge. ready to take a nap or like burn a house down. It's there's <laughs> no in between. There's no picking daisies for you. I know, <laughs> and I want to. No, we had a great time last night at one of our friends' birthday parties. Oh, yes. And it was great. Yeah. But we, I mean, we definitely needed that. And we were laughing and talking and it was, it filled our buckets. But it totally makes sense today. We're like, mom. It's like, and pivot. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, that's how the universe works. You're You're happy for five minutes. Right. You get out all your giggles. Have all the fun times. And I'm like and chasing that humor dragon like the rest of the day. I'm like, can something else fill my bucket? So before we get started on yeah. um, the recent events, I do yes. want to do a little bachelor catch up. Because oh, yes. this, was, okay. this was poignant. Um, this happened this Monday. If you guys, I'm not going to go too much into the episode. You guys can download it and look at it and watch it. Um, but I do want to give a little bit of an update since. Okay. So the season wrapped up. Okay. Rachel Corconnell was the one that went home with Matt. There was no engagement, but they okay. agreed to be together. And then um, then immediately following that wrap-up of the, of the season, there was called After the Final Rose. My Bachelor fans know that. And it was not hosted by Chris Harrison. Mm-hmm. But here's my, my big things. This is where I think that they won and where they missed. Okay. Where they... I'm going to start with the misses. Where they missed here is they still had Chris Harrison doing the voiceovers. Mm. And it's like the ghost of Christmas past, like popping in. And I was like, why did they do that? They could have literally chosen any other person. Yeah. I mean, if you're taking a step back and then take a step back, that's just my opinion. Now, I don't know his contract. I don't know if there was like something that he had to fulfill. But judging by what he said, I'm taking a step back, but yet he's still voiceover. And he had to have done it currently because he mentioned the current host of After the Rose, Emmanuel Aucho. Aucho. And so I'm like, well, that's weird. And he still like appeared a lot in the, now I know he can't be taken out of everything, but it was just weird. Yeah. Um, another miss I thought that they definitely were going to take advantage of. I thought we were going to see Chris Harrison talk to Emmanuel. Because Emmanuel does have a very popular book and um, and a podcast, I believe, that is Uncomfortable Conversations with the Black Man. Mm-hmm. And he did navigate the conversation with Matt and with Rachel and with Matt and Rachel very well. I thought this, it went over, he pointed out some very uncomfortable things in a very eloquent way that I think that it was, everyone could understand. Mm-hmm. And... I was just really surprised that that opportunity wasn't taken to have Chris on the show and say, because I think that that was something we would want to see. Like, what have you been doing? You know, what what are what is the work that ABC is going to keep doing? The Bachelor franchise. What are if you're the face of it? Yeah, but I don't know that that would be the place to do on this episode. Like you want to bring him into a separate conversation for that. I think that would fit better. But I think it like if this is the the final of The Bachelor having Chris Harrison air his bullshit is not the place to do it. Well, see, I see your point, but mm-hmm. they addressed it. And so I think because Rachel Corconnell was so big with this, yeah, but also Chris Harrison, he was so huge, you know, it totally like sent everything up in flames that it, and because this has become so politicized, yeah, it's either and it really has um it's either you agree or you don't agree right and especially in the bachelor nation which is huge um has a ton of followers has set a following that i'm like this would have been a great opportunity 
to break down some of those walls and really get into why this is wrong. Because I, I feel like there's so, still people out there like that Rachel even mentioned during her interview with Emmanuel that they don't understand. Yeah. They're like, well, well this happens all the time where I live. And they're like, mm-hmm. it's still not okay. It's still not okay. And, and she still yeah. lives in the South. And I'm not saying I think the South is great, but there are still things that need to be understood and broken away and mm-hmm. we need to leave behind. Yes. Yeah, we need mm-hmm. to leave behind. And Emmanuel said something really great that he said it's history is history. Like we can look at history and learn from history, but there are certain parts of history that should not be celebrated. And this is one of them. Yes. And um, I, I thought that was that was a one miss. But Emmanuel did a fantastic job. I haven't gotten the time to really dive into his podcast. I'm going to make it a point to do it. I can't. Yeah. He said some great things i highly recommend um going back and watching just after the final rose if even if you don't quite understand he he outlines it in a great way mm-hmm. he sits down with rachel she is you can tell she's doing the work she doesn't go into what she's doing mm-hmm. i think she didn't want to like look at me yeah and and she has to walk a very fine line and <laughs> like I, I give it to her she i'm sure she went through some kind of training but she did a very good job about not trying to be the victim. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's getting hate threats and not, death threats and all that kind of stuff, but she did a good job. She goes, I'm, I'm not the victim here. Like I, I messed up and I know that Th- that was great because you, you could have definitely played into that. And Emmanuel kind of led the conversation to a different way saying, well, you know, how long did you stay up at night? Like wondering about these pictures to come out that were going to come out. Did you even worry about it? And she said, no, mm-hmm. I never thought that this was a problem. I thought I was just going to a party. I see now. I see now. Fast forward, Matt and her are not together. Mm-hmm. But he does outline, because something that we had talked about too, like his statements and initially when everything came out. And when out, you're saying his statements, you're talking about Matt James. Matt James. Okay. When, Matt, when everything came to light, like he did release a statement saying, not everything is how it seems. Let's wait to hear more information, all this kind of stuff. And it seemed like he was kind of defending her, mm-hmm. but he didn't. He addresses that he goes, "I didn't have all the information." At yeah. this point, he hadn't seen all the pictures, and there has been a lot of things that have surfaced, a ton. And that was what he pointed out. Like, even though he does love her, and he I mean, he fell in love with her. I don't know if he's in love with her now, but it's like if she can't understand what it is for him to live in this country right now, like if you didn't understand that in 2018 right. or 2017. Then how how are you going to be with me in yeah. two, in 2021? He's like this. It's not a huge difference. Yeah. And um, so he's in a lot of pain. She said, I, I, "Number one, like I can't believe that I hurt you this bad." But it seems like they're she's tr- she's trying her hardest to be very accountable. So I do say that, and that's what Emmanuel said. He goes, oh, "We're not for cancel culture here." She, mm-hmm. He's like, "I'm not for it," but it, I do want you to be accountable. Yes. And I can tell here, talking off air, talking with you now. I know you're trying to be accountable and, and it's not easy. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think she definitely has a long road ahead of her, but I think mm-hmm. she's putting a really solid foot, you know, in that first step. So, you know, hope to see more from her. Yeah. I, I like that, um, that they were open with this and you know, that they, that when I say they, the bachelor franchise saw this as like, Oh, we need to, we need to make this right. Or at oh, least yeah. we need to <laughs> at least, turn towards the right direction right and it's a lot of change so the two bachelors or two next bachelorettes were released um one is a white girl from this season and then there was another um who lost to 
who's the runner up. I don't know what the right lingo. I say runner up win, whoever. Okay. It was runner up um, Michelle. So I'm kind of excited. Like there's going to be two back to back, two women, and there's going to be two women host of The Bachelor, which I've thought this had to happen because yes. who doesn't it, love a good power duo? Right. I mean, come on. You know, you got to sit down with your girlfriends. I mean, right. how are you going to know? I think it's a great way to break it down. Plus, these girls come to Chris Harrison. They're 22, don't know what to do in life. And then talking to some 45 year old dude like he don't know either. Right. I, there was what's the connection here? So, yeah, definitely think it's a good call. I, I think it needed to happen for a long time. Sure. So I'm really excited about that. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited to see what else we see from Matt James. I don't think we're, he's not done. He said he's going to be putting in a lot of good work. This has woken him up That's in great. many ways yeah. because he just saw so many different things through his season. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, one more quick point. He did say uh, Michael Strahan asked him on Good Morning America about did you ever really – consider having conversations with these women that were not of color mm -hmm. you know that are white women that you were possibly going to date and marry because that's the point of the show mm -hmm. did you have these uncomfortable conversations with them about being in, in a biracial relationship did you address that and he said the only time I addressed that was with another person of color it's the only time and he said that was one that is something I do regret and he's like and I think moving forward I think that we should press ourselves to have those conversations, put people in those roles mm -hmm. that you can't, so you can see different yeah. relationships unfold, that it's not just some cookie cutter, what we've always seen, um, because that's one of my big regrets. He goes, I was not having those conversations. And it was very important to have. Yeah. And well, he's like, and it didn't, yeah. he's like, it, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. He's like, I, I didn't in the moment feel really compelled to have it i was having different conversations he's like but then once i reflected i really saw that it wasn't being had with the people that i needed to have it with yeah I'm like great point that is a great point so That's very interesting very interesting so yeah. i'm excited to see tuned. what he does i like him i do too yeah oh, i'm just excited <laughs> i just like that i like the show i don't i don't agree with canceling it i think that it just has so many so much possibility and that if you just took it off the air I don't know. Like, give it a chance. Yeah, give it a I, chance to 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 revamp. I think it needs to right its wrongs, and I think there's a lot of wrongs that it, it needs to do. So no, I do it. like if you've got this huge platform and you have this huge following and you have like we call it like a fishbowl marketing, where like everybody's got your attention. If you choose not to address the the big questions and the big issues, that makes you an asshole. And if people want to cancel you for that, I'm on board. I don't, I don't love the cancel culture, but like, again, if you're given the opportunity to say, okay, how can I fix this? How can I right my wrongs? Then let's do it. But if you get that opportunity and you choose to look away, then I think it's like, all right, listen, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. I mean, I think they're not always going to get it right, but they are really, they're, put, they're, take, yes. yeah, they're taking people out. They're putting other people in. Yes. They're making it more of a push there. And even yeah. on like social media, they're doing a lot more to say like this is wrong this is right you know more so than they ever have done now i think yeah. can, you can always do more and it's not me to say like what's right what's wrong because no. i'm not i'm a white yeah. girl i'm like i don't know if that makes it right but i have seen a lot of change and i'm like looking I, forward and to i just hope more. it comes from a place of like they want to change and they see they see it and they're not just bringing in yes black women and people of color because it's trendy it's band-aid right right like it's no like 
uncover, stop with the symptoms and find the cause in the root of the problem and start there. Speaking of which. Yes. Speaking of. That's a great segue. Thank you. So in recent headline news, um, Tuesday, there was a Asian, I'm going to call it an Asian hate crime. I know it, it hasn't been pinned yet as a hate crime, but I'll give you my opinion on that in a moment. Um, but in Atlanta, there was um, three attacks that killed eight people, um, eight murders and one count of aggravated assault. And the targeted victims were Asians. Um, so this is, you know, he targeted, uh, the, the killer targeted Asian massage parlors. Um, and his statement to the police was that he had a sex addiction. And according to the police, this was a temptation for him he wanted to eliminate. This is a 22-year-old white man that is in the suburb outside of Atlanta and decides he's going to take it upon himself to eliminate something that is causing his sexual addiction to be a tempta- like a temptation of it. Wow. Yeah. Um, and in a police statement, the police said it's too early to tell if he will be charged with a hate crime. But Captain Jay Baker said this about the killer, and I quote, he's pretty much fed up and kind of at the end of his rope. Yesterday was a really bad day for him, and that's what he did. It's a bad day. What, what? in the actual fuck does that even so mean? So you kill people because you're having a bad day. Right. You can't take accountability for the fact that you have an addiction, so you're going to put that blame on someone else, and you are going to murder target eight people, not just eight people, eight Asian people. Definitely targeted. Definitely mm-hmm. targeted. Right. And again, I am not someone that has the background to say like what they look for in determining a hate crime. I'm just using my context clues of what's been out there. And I'm like, how do you not see this as a hate crime? You went to three dis- different Asian massage parlors and, and you sought out to attacked. kill Asian women. And I think there were two men involved in yes, this too. Um, there was two men. Now, so, I don't know... I, so all of them are Asian descent. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. making sure I wasn't get, I was getting yeah. that right. Um, this is um, very frightening. If you, I, I, I've, there's there's so many lanes to be in. Um, if you are friends with someone that might be of Asian descent or that might identify with this community, I you know I encourage you to reach out. Yes, I think this they're very scared. The attacks. Um, on the Asian community have been on the rise since last year, mm-hmm. which have been documented. There are tons yeah. of statistics. I welcome you. We'll provide some links, but I welcome you to look into those. Um, this has definitely been on the rise since coronavirus hit. I, um, I teeter whether to say yeah. this right now, right now, but I, I think it would be disingenuous of us not to mention that the language which this virus came upon our shores or into our plate into our knowledge and how it was basically seen as the virus from China or something and how yeah. our president basically marked it as such and I think that that could have a heavy hand into doing what's going on right now in the Asian community and I'm yes slowly broken hearted about it that. is astonishing to me that um, that we did have like the the leader of our country who has the most power and the most influence 
especially in a time where your audience is so captivated because we are we are locked in our homes and you continually call the coronavirus the kung flu and you think that that is it's just a joke like that is it's not funny Mm-mm. if you don't understand why that's offensive you need to do some work and the captain jay baker has also been um documented wearing a the kung fu flu is that what you said what it's did you the say? kung flu the kung flu mm-hmm. i think he was documented having a t-shirt or bought or posted something on social media along those lines so i think that this that could be noted yeah if he's not really seeing this if he's in charge of this case i know there's going to be more developing i know this guy was charged with murder i mean i yeah. do know that but there's it's just the words that are used around this that are not okay and um this is although this is one event just look at the grand scope it's yeah it's been going on for a long time well yeah and there's um an organization that we actually follow on our um instagram um it's stop aapi asian american pacific islander hate um and it's a, it's a great organization if you're interested on you know that we'll link that in the show notes we actually have a whole list of organizations that if you feel compelled to you know to spend your time your resources you don't know where to start we're going to give you a great list of um, some really great organizations that you can help great um but i like that from march 2020 to february 2021 there have been 3795 reports of anti-asian hate incidences reported from all 50 states and the district of columbia Mm. and the reports were showing that women are being attacked 2.3 times more than men so Asian women specifically are targeted more frequently than Asian men. Um, and I also read that there was elderly Asian women yes. as much. It's, and it's a, a yeah. vulnerable community, a there's vulnerable a, age. Absolutely. Yes. There's a, an interesting bar graph that kind of shows you like what they break down in the incident reports of like when they are reported. Um, verbal assault being by far, it's like in the 70% of the type of harassment that people are getting. Um, you know, then it's like, physical and it kind of breaks it down from there but it's really interesting just what people are yelling at them what they're saying under their breath how they're avoiding you know eye contact with them or how um you know it's just like passive aggressive comments that are coming at the asian community left and right Mm -hmm. um and it's it it is heartbreaking It, it, it truly is and i saw something today and i was like it says stop asian hate but there was a line through it and it says stop white terrorism mm-hmm because it's passive to say Asian, you know, like the, the threat against Asians, but it's like, who's causing the threat? Mm-hmm. It's white terrorists that are doing this. I mean, this is, this that's is the fact. definition I mean, of a terrorist a, attack. That's yes. a fact. This is it. Yes. I mean, it, I think, I don't know the statistic, but I'm going to go. It's heavily white males. Oh, yeah. When you look at... Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to try to yeah. target one. I'm not saying... Well, you can't because it is. I mean, it's facts. Like, Yeah, it I'm is, not trying to like call out why, you know... It they, is I, factual that mass shootings that happen in this country happen from white males. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not... We're not creating this delusional dialogue. That is fact that this yeah. is happening. So when you look at how do we... It's like everyone's, you know, really looking at the symptoms of like how do we fix this how do we fix this and no one's interested in actually fixing the problem which is dismantling white supremacy at the top that's where it needs to start we're going to continue to keep having this conversation for decades and centuries if we're not willing to take that white supremacy out of power oh and also the dehumanizing of the asian culture it's it is yes the over sexualization 
um, it's it's got to stop. I mean, there and is- it's something that we need to really draw attention to in this day and time. If we're going to be putting in the work, we need to put the work in definitely yes. in here. We are human beings first on this planet. But that is, unfortunately, that's not how it's seen. Mm-hmm. It is, you're seen as the color of your skin. You're seen as your sexual orientation. You're seen as what your gender bias is before you're ever even seen as a human. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's heartbreaking in and of itself, but that's just the stark reality of where we live. And it's just, it's time to stop. It is. You know, and I, I know that we hope that with every generation it will get better and it will get better. And I hope that like our kids are seeing this and they're like, fuck this. We don't want this. Like we're, we don't want any part of it. We, we want this to change. I hope that they're, you know, that we can create that path for them to feel like, okay, we've, our parents gave us the tools and we're ready to, you know, continue the work. But this, I mean, good Lord. I mean, if we you are all yeah. humans. It's, yeah. it's very scary right now. Um, and if these and these attacks are being like also like just very singled out. Yes. So if you're walking around, yeah, every day, and if you're of Asian descent or or even you get these weird comments called. I mean, and this yeah. is this is before Corona, guys. Mm-hmm. Like these kind of comments that have been going on for years. It's it's time. Yeah, we've got to we've got to again. Just, yeah, I mean, just open up our lens. Imagine how it makes someone else feel. Yeah. And lead with that. Lead with that. And then, yeah. Um, uh, also, I feel that we missed the mark too on our um, our previous one of our previous podcasts when we we're talking about the women during the pandemic because a lot of things have been pointed out to us through a good uh, through a fellow Zen friend um, that how much of the rise of just abuse on women has risen in the last year yes. through through COVID through quarantine through the pandemic through all the things that have social injustice so this fits right in as well. Mm-hmm. The violence against women is heightened and that means all women. Yes. And the, the violence against women, meaning who's causing them mm-hmm. violence, like mm-hmm. who is being violent against them. It's men. It's using them. Men, they know. And that's just a fact. That is a fact. I mean, it's just, uh, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. So, so, yeah, we'll provide some links and we notes. Will. We got and, a, I have a really great list. I sent it earlier today, but it's, um, there's a lot. There's a lot of places you can, and I will say you when you look over some of these, I felt I was like, okay, mm-hmm. do better, yeah, do better, Brett. Mm-hmm. Okay, so taking a small pivot, pivot, different direction. This past Sunday, we had the Grammys on TV, and this, I, I as far as I, I love an award season. You do. I always have. I love a red carpet moment. I love all that stuff. Um, we, you know, during COVID, you don't really get it the same way. I mean, I, I do have an appreciation for people that show up in a hoodie. I think it's great. You know, you're on Zoom and you're hoodie and you're like, all right, cool. That's it. I get it. It's probably the only year you can get that pass. I'd take, take it. I would have taken that. I, Wouldn't you right? taken that? Yeah. Well, I would have no, show up on Zoom on a hoodie. In a ball gown, but in my slippers. Like, <laughs> I've been like don't hate on that either. Yeah, I probably would have asked my friend Gunnar Deathridge to make me a hoodie ball gown. You've been like, okay, that'd be great. <laughs> That's funny. That'd be good. Um. But I, I love the Grammys more so than any other because I love music. I love live music. I love all types of music. So this year's Grammy had a really special place in my heart because the only, they, they pre-taped all of the actual performances on it. But they were the artists themselves had so many collaborations and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I loved seeing the amount of support that each artist was giving the other artist. And like, you know, 
when you're this was the year of collaborations. Yeah, it yeah. was so great. And just to see Thank like you TikTok. You know, people who are sitting at tables that are, you know, you're sitting at a table but like two tables over is Jay Z and Beyonce, you know, and then you got Megan the Stallion and you're like, Oh my god, and there's Taylor Swift and they're all like sitting at the lunchroom together. You know, so I was like, This is amazing. It's like, are you gonna eat that pudding? But they're not eating chocolate milk, they have, you know, bottles of Dom. So I'm like also cool. Um, so that was just really, really cool to see that the people in the audience, it wasn't fillers. It was just really badass stars and, you know, uh, Grammys or artists. And just to see how like enamored they were with each other of just support. Like mm-hmm. I didn't feel like there was one person there who was upset when they didn't win because they were just truly grateful to be in the company yeah they're like thank god i'm here yeah like, this is amazing um so i loved it i loved all of it but some of the cool things that came from this um this year's grammys was queen b beyonce mm-hmm. making history um she had 28 wins in her career so far um but she set history on Sunday night with becoming the most grammy winning female artist in history and garnering more awards than any performer, male or female. Beyonce. I mean, get on out of here. Beyonce. Love it. Bring I home love the it. Uh, I did think it was interesting, though, when I found this out, because I was like, oh, cool. Like, what other Grammys has she won? Or, you know, in what categories? But she has not won a Grammy in the big four categories since 2010 for single ladies, which I mean, that at was that year song. won Song of the Year. And I was like, well, that's interesting. But what are the, what are the big four? Well, it's... Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best New Artist. So I was like, huh. Well, I'm surprised that she's never won. Like that she hasn't, you know, that she doesn't have more of those in her collection of, is it like as, children? as Jay-Z says, golden sippy cups. <laughs> is it like children? Does she love them all the same? Or is she really searching for like that Album of the oh, Year no. or Song of the oh, Year? That's a know? good question. That's I feel like the one would mean more, but I don't, never I don't won know. a Grammy. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I did see, because um, her daughter, Blue Ivy, won. Um, a Grammy and a couple years ago Jay-Z won a Grammy and there's like this cute little meme going about he's like Blue I got you a new golden sippy cup and then the picture of her now is her drinking juice through a straw out of her Grammy and I was like oh the poetic justice here is not lost on me it's so great I love it full (laughs) circle bitches But one of the Grammys she did win was Best Rap Song, um, which was a remix, the Savage remix she did with none other than Megan Thee Stallion. It was a bomb ass. I still dance so, to that in my car. <laughs> that was still your first TikTok dance. dance that it? was my first TikTok. First and only, I think. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's, that's okay. it. We that's, just, we, one and done. I peek with that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so fun. I mean, it was a great song. Great, great, great quarantine I song. I mean, still, it really still weird. hits. It still hits to this day my oh car my but i will say cardi b w- just lives in my heart <laughs> i i just love how she's just so herself yes she don't give a mm, at all you that's where you're gonna censor yourself i'm, I like, am. I'm I, surprised at you sometimes i sometimes <laughs> i censor sometimes my inner censor bit comes out and this is why because i feel like she people are wanting her no i think that there's a call for her to be like this is a little bit too much like she's too much for people and like listen yeah. you don't have to listen to her totally agree but there is like and i mentioned to you earlier that there's this viral tiktok and viral uh basically sentiment around twitter like oh you know things like wap can exist and everyone knows what WAP means and but yet we're canceling dr seuss so we're gonna drop some facts on you real quick yeah look <laughs> 
Because okay. I haven't seen these on, on, on the TikTok. So can you explain to me what the hell is going on? And it's there? just what like, I, if I have to explain it to you, <laughs> it's like, do I have to? But let's just break it down. Okay. Um, I mean, I didn't we, know about this until you told me. So I imagine covered the Dr. Seuss a couple episodes ago. And yeah. so, and we, we both know that Dr. Seuss called for the... Not he himself. He's but publishing that, Yeah, but he's I mean, he's alive. dead. But yeah. Dr. Seuss's publishing company, which he owns his own, or they mm-hmm. own his own, but, um, that they called to stop printing on this these books it wasn't the media it wasn't i mean i yeah. think that there was a, a question there's years been, ago yeah, there's been for it's actually been a, a long time yeah but like this that, was but. they called it okay for around his birthday like we've already we've already covered this okay so but what megan what cardi b is saying in wap there's no racism right so the it's not parallel it's not adjacent not even the fucking street it's not the same guys it's not even close so it's it's not even like about cancel culture. Those things needed to be off the shelves. Right. Revisit it. We provided some links a couple of shows ago. Go go listen to that. But I, it's not the same. Also, yeah. WAP is basically, it's not sexist at all. If you listen to the song. Yeah. And what she's saying, Megan and her, are basically saying like, hey, in their own way, mm-hmm. I like you. You like me. You like me. I think you're sexy. I think, yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to do things with you. If you would like to do those things with me, I'm going to tell you what I like. Right. It's consensual. Tell me how that's sexist. I'm not really sure. Like when people have made this argument, I'm like, I don't see it. I'm not seeing this as a sexist. No, the language is, is, is a little bit different. It's, and if it's not yeah. your style, you don't have to listen to it. But it's very descriptive. It's and this is what I don't understand either. Like, why is it considered when a woman wants to express her sexuality in a strong manner, that it's vulgar. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Like, why? I mean, so what if she wants to dial it up to 25? If you're comfortable at a four, just stop listening to the song. Right. You don't ever have to listen to it again if you don't want or to. Or there's edited versions. I didn't know that until yeah, you pointed that out to me. There are edited versions. So yes. you can listen to that. You can listen to the Kids Bob's version. I don't know. <laughs> that it, it sounded a little weird to me, but that's still available. Right. Um, but the... The fact that she released this song as a strong female and saying, like, this is what I want. This is what I like. In order to get with yeah. me, this is what I like. Do you like it? If you want to, this is how I want it. I mean, yeah. there's the, that's not sexist. And men have also been doing this for a long time. Yes. And we're going to cover that. Yeah. There's, um, I'm going to take you back. What year? A couple decades. <laughs> we're going to go back to uh, a song you used to come up in the club all the time called Too Close by Next. If you don't know the song I'm talking about, I'm going to read you a little excerpt right here. She's going to sing it. She's going to sing it. Ooh, it's like we're sexing. Oh, yeah. Step back. You're dancing kind of close. I feel a little pump coming through on you. Now, you know what that's about? That's about. Dick getting hard. An erection. Poking up on some girl's leg while she's dancing. And what now, did she said? Did she ask for it? She said, step, step back. back. You dancing kind of close. Yeah. Step back. And what did he say? Oh, you know you like it. Oh, you know you like Ooh, it. Oh, look what you're doing to me. Oh, what do you want to do about it. this later? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Basically saying, like, and, you have to help me out now. And you caused it. You've right. you created this, this now. This is your problem. Yeah, this is. Again, not accepting accountability, putting your blame on someone else. It says, now, girl, I know you felt it. Boo, you know I can't help it. You know what I want to do. Motherfucker, get so, your dick out of my leg. Mike, look, 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 keep it going. You see this, right, <laughs> right guys? So yeah, it's like, a little bit different. 
Cardi B and Megan are not saying they you yeah. have to go do this and that that since they're wet and gushy and gushy that that I'm they're gonna go put that on you. Yeah, no, it's not, not like this is now your problem. Now you have to solve it for me. Right. No, they're saying like, hey, you made it this way. Like, I definitely think you're hot. Would you like to to do this to also, me? Also, one hundred percent, they could take care of themselves on their own. They, they, right. I'm, that's that's part two. That's part two. That's okay. part two. Okay. Really into it. Mm-hmm. Listen to WAP. I I'm <laughs> I, I have <laughs> Cardi B up on all the time. Like I'm like, damn, this song. She great. That song. I just I just love her as just a human. Yeah, I think I, there's nothing more viral than watching her do an interview. It's hilarious, oh, it's and she just because she does not care. No, but she's, she's her own person. She's also she's she's an intelligent woman. I mean, she's like she's she said some things that are like you know what. I get it. I get you, girl. Uh, but there's been a lot of people that didn't like it. Candace Owens putting her on blast on Fox News. And I thought Cardi B's comeback with that was like, yo, look, we made it on Fox News. We made it on Fox News. And, and it <laughs> we pissed Candace off because that's not the reaction that Candace wanted from her. They went back and forth in some Twitter arguments. And if you care about that, you, you just Google it. And you'll find it. But like, it's like, it's stupid. It's stupid. I mean, just let Cardi B, just let her be. Just let her be. Y'all just let her be. Okay. First of all, she is a smart girl and she really supports all women. Yes. Especially since she was a stripper for a long time. And she says, like, listen, I made lots of money. Like, why are you why are you hating yeah. on me? Like, you're like talking like it's bad, like I came up as a stripper. She's like, Do you know how much money I was making? I was I had all these kind of opportunities because of where I was at and because right. I was good and because I basically started from the bottom and then I got, I came up. She got made of, uh, fun of because of her teeth and the way she looked for a long time. So Homegirl definitely played into what she needed to do to get where she's at. Yes. And that is intelligence. Very. You saw your opportunity. You were like, these are my resources. It. I'm going in. Yeah. All my chips. And I'm here for that. You I love do you, boo-boo. You, you do, do you. you. All right, one final story before we wrap this up. We got a little <laughs> J-Lo and A-Rod. We found out last week on a Friday, the internet blew up that they were calling off their engagement that they've been they've had for two years, and we were all sad. We were like, oh, it's coming, it's coming, because as we've reported before, we are, you know, one of our favorite reality TV shows, Southern Charm. So great. There's some rumors out there that, one of those cast members could be the reason why the J-Lo, A-Rod, you know, engagement's getting cut off. But then, yep, less than 72 hours later, it's like, no, 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 just kidding, just kidding. We're, we're not really, you know, getting, we're not cutting it quits. We're going to be working on things. And I mean, I, we've seen reports on both sides of this camp of like, are they really together? Or has this been just a publicity stunt from day one? Is this just building their brands? I mean, because at that level, like you're just a brand and you know that's your image and that's what you got to protect and then in another camp we've seen that their A-Rod and J-Lo's kids have become very very close They're, they've done a great job of blending their families and the kids found out the same way that everybody else found out online and they were wrecked because they didn't A, they didn't know it was coming and they weren't prepared for it um, and they're like this is not okay so now we're hearing reports that they are working on things I don't really and again if that doesn't bother you and you're like I don't care about these two then I get that too, but I just find it's very interesting. Um, well, we found this very interesting because we were heavily into the Southern Charm thing. Yes, yep. but 
because it, it, it just takes on so many different layers because JLo and A-Rod are huge. They're huge by themselves and they're huge together. Massive. So maybe status. it is a PR stunt. We don't really know. I, you know, a close friend of ours did point this out that, you know, this is a, this has been a like a publicity thing from the beginning. And maybe it has been. And, and yeah. it totally fits the narrative if that was the case. You can't deny that, they're, that their kids are very close. I've watched the TikToks. I've watched all that. So that yeah. that is very true. You see that. That can't be faked. Yeah. But from other things that I've listened to, it does seem that they didn't like that they were broken up. I think they still are broken up. Mm-hmm. And I think that what is going on is they're trying to wrap up their finances because I think they did meld some things together with some kind of businesses as well. I so, would be shocked on both sides for that. But I wonder what that was. like. What, I wonder what if that there's some was. kind of like yeah. separation because it's just even their Instagram, like how A-Rod posted that weird selfie or that weird picture of him alone, like taking a selfie. Like, why would you post that if you really weren't broken up or if you really weren't like if you're really working on things? I just I'm, I don't I'm not buying it. And also, yeah. like. I think that J-Lo and A-Rod kind of had an agreement. This is just me, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had some kind of agreement. Yeah. I think they, because A-Rod is all, all up in people's DMs. Mm-hmm. This has been known. Right. This is not the first this, time. Yes. Reality star or not. And when I say star, reality. Personality. Personality. It's probably more like it. Yeah. He be sliding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's missing those bases. He's, he's been sliding. Yeah, he like he got his. But J Lo does not want to be made a fool, and no. I think that this is like the first time she's like, "You didn't keep it clean, right? You didn't keep she, it clean." Yeah, it's and now like look where you are. She, her, when you think of J Lo, you do not look at, you don't see messy subtext of anything. Like she is a very pristine. Like even as public as her divorces are, like you never see anything messy attached to it. Mm-hmm. A-Rod made it messy when all of his business became known publicly with the reality personality. Like, it's like, Jayla's like, what? I gave you one, one criteria that you had to meet. You couldn't even do that? Like, you couldn't do that? Damn it, A-Rod. And another juicy piece of info. Mm-hmm. Madison did have to send, sign an NDA. NDA. Yeah, I haven't heard yet, but I heard Craig from Southern Charm has been squawking all about that. I'm going to press play on a couple of podcasts that we have about that. But um, I will put one in our okay. show notes. Yeah. The one I'll, I'll time it to the minute so you guys can hear it. it's very short. It's by maybe three minutes long. Okay. Because you, you can get to the meat potatoes of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, evidently Shep came out too and said um, she had to sign an NDA. And that's why she's not saying shit. But yeah. the Budweiser thing. That's really interesting. I yeah. know. So, so yeah, she, um, Madison has been in and out of the Budweiser scene because on the show um, one of the cast members was saying like you know she deserves Budweiser meaning she deserves the the king of beers the royalty of beers not some you know startup beer company like she deserves way better than a startup she she deserves like the king of beers oh. so that's where the Budweiser thing came in and then Budweiser was like oh well we're gonna ride we're just gonna hop on to this 15 minutes this girl's got you know in her fame cycle it's like eight and a half now yeah she's <laughs> She's clogging those minute fans. Um, <laughs> but we're just going to hop onto this real quick. And they started, you know, you saw them send her like press kits that she would talk about in her Instagram stories. And, you know, then she did like a little photo shoot for them and it was great. And then this one recent oh. one that pops up yeah. is, you know, her and like a 
cut off t-shirt and she's got some under boobs showing and she's got a banging body so, yeah you do you i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, for that yeah, i don't right, i'm never gonna shame no that. slut shame in that Mm-mm. none whatsoever if that's what Mm-mm. floats your boat then you get out there and you do you you, you do you do you um i thought she looked great i did too i'm like she's she's a pretty girl um and then we find out that a rod is now a part of the um board for Budweiser um, and I think Bears specifically like the North American um, <laughs> advertising component of it so I was like oh well isn't this just dotting a lot more eyes at these that's like days. a nice little bow right there isn't, isn't it? it though isn't it so you I'm can't intrigued read by through this. the subtext and the yeah. internet exists now and, and listen they have fact checkers there are people oh, that man. are just in rooms just typing away trying that's to find all something they do and you I will say you know who I thought did a badass job of bringing all this to light, I thought JLo herself, she released a TikTok that addressed all these headlines in the most power boss move way I've seen it done yet. I've never seen someone take to TikTok to shut down like squawkers the way that she did because it's not just, it's like clips of her just being a fucking badass. And I was like, oh girl, that's why you J-Lo. That's why you don't have What messes. was she doing? I'll show you. The, I'll, I'll link the TikTok to you. But it's okay. like, this is beautifully done. And yet I've never seen somebody use that platform for that. And I was like, get girl. Get it. Mm-hmm. Just blazing the trail again. I love oh, it. She, we ain't heard. That. Listen, you don't make a fool out of her. Oh. Especially when she's going <laughs> to launch her skincare line. She's mm-hmm. like, I got a launch coming. Right. I'm trying to expand my brand yet again. Mm-hmm. And you don't make a fool out of her. No, you're not. Mm-mm. She going to have the last word. I think she she did. gonna have last word. I think that TikTok was just like bah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope that you're enjoying this. So I don't know if you guys are catching up just with us. So we're happy you're here. Yes. But if you pop in on the during the week, we also have other episodes. So feel free to check those out. We usually have a guest on, or even just Shannon and I just tackling other uh, tough topics. But yep. we're glad you're here for social. But just know that we also have a other episodes in the hopper. Yep. We'll see you next week. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us. 